Hello and welcome to Prepare the Answer. As always, it's great to have you all tuning in with me today. Um, it's um, fine day, and uh, it's a great chance just to share. Um, today, today's question um, is again, it's maybe a wee bit different, but today's question is: How can I be certain God is there, or how can I be certain Christianity is true? How can I be certain God is with me? It, it manifests itself in many different ways, but essentially, how can I be certain? God is there, and many of us. It's a bit of more of an in-house conversation uh, for people who are already maybe professing Christians who feel if I could just be more sure, then I would live like this. I would do these things that I feel I should do. I would put that sin behind me. I would reach out more. I would um, love more. I would help. I would deny myself more. You know, many different ways. Um, things that might happen if I knew for certain, if I was more sure, just just a bit more sure than I currently am. I I believe, but I just want to be more sure. And then maybe you're defending yourself to your friends and colleagues who who don't have the same views, don't believe, or they're just even less sure than you are. And you're trying to convince them of, well, how come you are so sure? Uh, And then you start maybe doubting yourself. And uh, I think we've maybe all been there at some point or another um, where you think, uh, why, how do I know? Uh, and then you start to wonder, well, does God kind of want you to stay in this state of doubt? Does he want you to remain in this place where you're not fully sure? You, you know, you kind of start to wonder. You start to start to question God. Would God not make you feel more more certain? Would he not convince you even more than you already are? Because if you were, you would live differently. And you would maybe please him more with your actions. Uh, and then you look in the Bible and you look at people in the book of Acts and you think, well... My goodness, they seem very sure. And I'd love to be like that. And I think God would like me to be like that. And then you you really, maybe again, as I say, that can, can lead to more doubt. Uh, but what I want to look at today, and it might surprise us, I want to just start by saying what it isn't. Um, what it isn't that makes us more sure. Now, we're not, we're not necessarily dealing with... Yeah, so it's not just cognitive issues. So what I'm trying to say is... That I have that sense of that sense of a lack of assurance. Um, what I'm trying, what I would say today is, I'm not. I don't think the answer is just to go and study out some evidences. So even though that's what I cover on my my ministry here, and I very often look at things that will help us to come to a stronger faith, or more likely a non-Christian to come to a belief that there is a God and He has spoken through His Son. And that the word is true and that it is reliable. And we look at all these these things which can help us cognitively, help us in our reasoning process and help us to reach out to others and help cement and strengthen our faith. But I don't think they give us assurance. And I really believe and I see that. And I've be honest, I've fallen into that trap myself sometimes of feeling like whenever I felt that sense of I, I wish my faith was stronger, like I see in somebody else maybe, I maybe jump in and start studying out, you know, archaeology or I start studying out prophecies. And again, believe me, it certainly helps. There's no question I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think it helped. But it's not really always what I need. It's very rarely what what's going to give me assurance. And what I'm going to say today specifically is it comes from something else. It doesn't come from that. I can't have more assurance. You know, I might believe in stronger is not what I need. I need assurance. And and to go back to what I just said at the start, this idea that God would leave us in that state of not being sure, I don't believe he does. Um, and I believe there's a reason why you read about people who were fully convinced. And I believe that we can be fully convinced. I believe there's something he's given us in order to make us to be fully convinced. 
Um, I just want to share up that today. You know, what is it that can help us, you know, be certain that God is there, to be sure that God is there? Well, you know, Jesus started by saying it himself. And he says it in John 14. And he says in verse 26, he talks about the Holy Spirit. And he says, the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Um, so Jesus talks about the work of the Holy Spirit when he would leave the earth. He said it was better that he leave because then we'd have the Holy Spirit that would come. And it said it would teach us all things and remind us of everything he said to us. Um, and a massive um, you know, advocate of this this idea of what the work of the Holy Spirit is in, is in 1 John. And there's repeated um, references to what I'm about to say here. But I'm going to read out a couple of scriptures on this specifically of the work of the Holy Spirit, which is what I'm really saying today is the thing that gives us assurance, the thing that helps us to see that we're a child of God, the thing that helps us to know we're included in God's family, the thing that helps us to be certain, to be sure that this is real. First uh, John 3 and verse 24, and again I'm condensing this down, but it says those who obey his commands live in him and he in them, and this is how we know that he lives in us, how do, how do we know? We know it by the Spirit He gave us. Verse 24, so we know that He lives in us. We know this by the Spirit He gave us. And verse 13 of chapter 4, 1 John 4, chapter, verse 13, says we know that we live in Him and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. So the assurance that we have, the certainty we have, the certainty you see in the book of Acts comes from the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. You know, think of a song in my mind, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. That we can have that self-authenticating Holy Spirit that shows us, that proves to us that we are of God's family. You know, God has given us his Holy Spirit. How would that not fill us with that sense of assurance that we are? You know, it testifies with our spirit, as it says in Romans, that we are God's children. His spirit testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. You know, it speaks to us, it reminds us of his words. You know, it helps us to speak out to God when we don't know what to say. So this is where our assurance comes from. And this is incredible. And I remember reading before myself, and one of the, one of the most impacting studies I think I've done in many years, it was coming from, there's three references, two in Corinthians and one in Ephesians, about the work of the Holy Spirit. And one of the, the works of the Holy Spirit here, because sometimes one of the things you notice maybe when, you, when you're not close to God, you notice different things. One of the things I notice myself is, I notice that I get this sense of fear, fear of death. You know, and Romans talks about it. This fear of it all ending, of all this life meaning nothing really, because it all just ends for the same for everybody. And you know it's not true, you don't believe that's the case, but you have this little feelings in your heart that rise. And again, again, that can manifest itself in many different ways, the people's lack of assurance. But one of the works of the Holy Spirit, says Second Corinthians 1, and in verse 22, it said, He anointed us, set a seal of ownership on us, and put His Spirit in our hearts. God put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit. What was that deposit for? Any deposit you get, you get money, um, part of it money, you get a little deposit. What's that to do? To guarantee what's to come. And it says here, his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. So, having the Holy Spirit in our hearts is what gives us the guarantee that we know what's to come. You know, we know eternal life waits us. 
We've got eternity in our hearts. And again, as I said already, it's the Holy Spirit that gives us the assurance. So what I'm saying today, this is not an apologetic. This is not something that we can use necessarily to convince other people who are not Christians that they should become one. I mean, it makes logical sense when you talk about the work of the Holy Spirit for sure. But it's more an in-house conversation to remind us, you know, it's not necessarily evidences and reasoning that we will always need. But but more importantly for me, it's that idea that God does want us to feel certain. He wants us to feel sure. Now, a very important practical question comes about then. Well, well, okay then, we've got the Holy Spirit inside of me. Why do I not feel sure? Well, we know for, from the scriptures that you can grieve the Holy Spirit. We know that we cannot keep in step with the Spirit. So even though you may have the indwelling Spirit, you may not be keeping in step with the Spirit. You may not. You may be grieving the Holy Spirit. So obviously there are many ways that we can do that. Obviously living in sin, um, continuing to sin, not confessing sin. Um, I know I've noticed that in my own life, you know, in the past and, and even in the current times. Like, you know, little things come in, you don't discuss them, you don't talk about them. Stuff you know you don't want to talk about. Again, there's many ways that we can grieve the Holy Spirit, that we cannot keep in step with the Holy Spirit. So this is just one of the things that I would keep an eye for. So yeah, this is an encouragement to us to say, goodness, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want that assurance. I want that certainty. Um, and I do not, for a moment, want to grieve the Holy Spirit. And I really want to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, what can we do? You know, we fellowship with one another, we read God's word, we pray, we make it the priority of our life, we listen to worship music, whatever else gives you a lift, we get out to the mountains, the waterfalls, the rivers, you know, we try to help other people, we give of ourselves, we deny ourselves, you know, we're willing to look at ourselves, we confess our sins, we try to change, we we try to be disciplined, there's a lot in there, isn't there? There's a lot of different things I've just said, but ultimately... You know, we make sure that we don't have anything that 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 that's staining us, that we're holding on to, that we're not being open about. You know, and that we're really striving. I suppose we're really striving. I love us first Second Corinthians five says, you know, because of what He did for us, we now we give ourselves fully. We give we give fully of ourselves because of what He's done for us. We're compelled by His love. So, um, just share today, yeah, just some thoughts. How can we know for sure God is real? Christianity is true. Fill in the gap. How can we know for sure? Well, it's not necessarily going to be evidence. What has God given us to help us to be certain? He's given us his incredible Holy Spirit. And it's a study worth doing in itself about what it is that the Holy Spirit brings to us. The encouragement I got was that it's the deposit guaranteeing what is to come. And again, this can't be explained to the world. You know, that, that you know. Um, again, just on that note, the Holy Spirit convicts the world as well of sin, righteousness, and of judgment to come. So the Holy Spirit's working in, in the world, the lives of everyone, whether they're a Christian or they're not a Christian today. The Holy Spirit is at work, and it's convicting people of sin. And you see this, people know right and wrong. It's convicting people of righteousness, what they should be doing, and it's convicting people of judgments to come. And that that's the big one. People know that, you know, they know instinctively that, that there is answer we have to answer for how we live we, we all know that i mean it makes logical sense um, but who's going to be the one to ask ultimately and again this is the motivation as christians to reach out and share but again just yeah some thoughts today is really encouraging to think of what god's given us the purpose for why he's given it to us and again just that we try to keep in step with that um yeah please check it out on www.preparedanswer.com 
www.wordpress.com. Leave me any thoughts you have, difficulties you have about this, or questions you have about this. Again, I'm not expert on this myself. I definitely want to investigate even more just the work of the Holy Spirit and just more how can I keep in step with God's Spirit and listen out for it, you know, at every opportunity. Many thanks for tuning in today. I'll be with you again soon.